Good morning, happy Saturday, and welcome uh, to the pilot of uh, what I hope is a series of 100 brief uh, comments about the, the 100 most significant people, events, and ideas of the last 2,000 years as it relates to Christianity. Um, I'm doing this, uh, it's different than the Monday through Friday devotions that are more biblical and expositional. This is designed to be a bit more educational and hopefully inspirational. So you can ask the question, why do we study church history? Uh, why study history? There's a 14th century epic poem called The Bruce in which the writer says, well, we study it because interesting stories and fun. We study it because... Uh, we learn some things. We study it because it's a way of honoring our past and our forefathers and mothers. Uh, okay, I actually have a different uh, set of objectives. I think we study uh, history because uh, the stories that we tell ourselves about our past shape our future. Uh, I think we study history because uh, it, it is fun. I, I just will concede that I'm doing this in part as an excuse to have justification to read more history and to think about it. Uh, I think we study history because it importantly, it can importantly shape our souls. Those who study history tend to be a little bit more circumspect, a little bit more humble, a little bit more aware that we stand on the shoulders of others, of giants. Uh, and we study history because it's, um, it's important to God. God is a God of history. He doesn't dismiss it as, you know, a bunch of circular events or an illusion. He gives us a, a historical book. The Bible never, the Bible's great history. It never says a long time ago in a faraway land. It sort of does things in a, in a very helpful and historical manner. And it suggests that history is leading somewhere to the ultimate coronation of Christ. Now, let me just say a couple things to frame what's going to start next week. Um, look, if you study the discipline of history, not the events, not, you know, the chronological events, but if you study the discipline of history, you know that historians approach this either in a secular way, sometimes called ordinary history, that you, you're looking at, at trying to verify the events in order and figure out if there's themes, or there's also what they would look at somewhat askance as providential history, which recognizes the intervention of God and perhaps a, a book that is telling you what certain events mean. I obviously, as a pastor, am coming at it from that second vantage point and believe the Holy Spirit enters time and space, that God has shaped things, and, and that we have some insight into some of these events and their significance because of the Bible. Uh, I, this is going to be a very Western take, uh, so that's European, American. Uh, that's a weakness, I, but I just, you know, I've studied Middle Eastern church history, obviously. Some of that pulls in North Africa, but I don't, I've just not done African church history or Latin American church history. Uh, we have people at Christ Church who actually have PhDs in those fields, but uh, I'm not one of them. So I'll come at this from a Western vantage point. Uh, I'm going to do it chronologically. So uh, we start next week with uh, 64 AD and the burning of Rome. Uh, you know, Nero fiddled while Rome burned. Uh, and, and I'm going to take them one at a time. So I'm excited about this. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, tell your friends and we will start next week, 64 AD. Have a great weekend.